Are you struggling to get your project off the ground? Is the term research a dirty word? Need help finding more resources? Today, the Center for Nursing Inquiry podcast would like to welcome the nurse scientist of the Johns Hopkins Health System, Heather Watson. Heather is the nurse scientist for the Johns Hopkins Health System, and Heather's clinical and research focus is in maternal child health. She has taught for the Johns Hopkins University School of Nursing and most recently completed four years as a research nurse with the Bloomberg School of Public Health. In Heather's current role, she's working with the Center of Nursing Inquiry to build capacity for nursing research throughout the organization. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another Center for Nursing Inquiry podcast. Elizabeth Scallo, the Research Program Coordinator and your host for today's podcast. I'm thrilled to have with me here the nurse scientist, Heather Watson. So, Heather, today we are here to talk about the different types of research. And so let's jump right in as we do in podcast style. Can you first identify for the audience the different types of research? Yes, thanks very much for having me today, Elizabeth. I really appreciate the time. So when we're talking about research, we're typically talking about three different types. There's quantitative research, which typically has to do with numbers, so think quantities. And then there's qualitative research, which typically has to do with things like perception, attitudes, feelings. It's based in like psychology and sociology. So think about qualities of people or the way people perceive things. And then there's mixed methods, which is obviously a blending of the two different types together. Love it. So, so far, pretty basic. Got the information. Quantitative, qualitative, mixed methods. So audience, stick with us. What Heather's going to do next is describe in each in detail. So Heather, let's start with quantitative. Can you talk about sort of types of design or data? Like what would a researcher be doing when doing quantitative research? So great question. So quantitative research is is defined as as either an experimental or a non-experimental design. Experimental studies are designed to test causal relationships, whereas non-experimental studies collect data without necessarily making changes or introducing interventions or treatments. So data is often acquired using things like questionnaires, physiological data, or test results, just to name a few. Um, An example might be something like a researcher is studying the effectiveness of two different diet plans on um, a certain population's weight loss, and they want one population to get a certain diet plan and the other population to act as a control. That would be an experimental design, whereas another researcher might be studying weight loss based on a certain population's normal exercise routine. So they're going to look at one group compared to another group, but they're not introducing anything new. That would be non-experimental. Interesting. Okay. So even within quantitative, there are varying designs within the quantitative research world. But just again, to highlight for the listeners, quantitative, we're talking about quantities. We have some methodological designs here. And as Heather was pointing out, these designs could be experimental, non-experimental. It all has to do with collecting that data. So, and then Heather, at the start of the podcast, you mentioned qualitative about quality 
studies. Tell us a little bit more about qualitative research. Sure. Qualitative research typically focuses on gathering data using traditions grounded in in, um, things like psychology, anthropology, or sociology. And there's three common approaches to qualitative. This isn't, you know, it's not a catch-all, it's not everything, but these are some common things that you would see if you were looking at a qualitative research. It's um, things like ethnography, phenomenology, and grounded theory. And typically what the researcher is doing is they're collecting data using different methods such as interviews and focus groups or observations of a certain population in order to acquire a deeper understanding of a specific phenomenon that's happening. And an example might be something like if a researcher is conducting in-depth interviews with a certain group of people to assess how they feel about, let's stick with the weight that we were talking about earlier. So if they're doing in-depth interviews with a certain group of people and they want to know how they feel about their weight or what barriers and facilitators might exist around weight loss in that population, that would be a qualitative study. Excellent. So what I'm hearing then, going back to kind of recapping between the two, you gave the example on the quantitative side where we were collecting quantities and kind of comparing them across the groups. And then in qualitative, like you said, the qualities, like how someone feels or how they experience with those open-ended interviews or, or focus groups. So I guess, would, the, would you say, before we move into mixed methods, is that really kind of the high level difference between the two, like anything else to say between quant and qual? I don't think I would say anything different between the two. I I would say that what I've described is, is just kind of very broad explanations of those two different historical types of research, but certainly there are other ways to there's also quasi experimental. And I just, so I just don't want people to think that this is the catch all. It's just kind of a overview of the two different types, but I think that outlines the the most significant differences between the two. Agreed. And audience members, just reminding you, remember the Center for Nursing Inquiry podcast, we're giving you these introductory broad strokes to a topic. And if you'd like to learn more or get involved with a certain type of research, all of us at the center are happy to help you out. And at the end of the podcast, we'll give you some ways to connect. All right. So Heather, we talked quantitative, we talked qualitative, and now we're getting into mixed methods. So talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. It's um, exactly what it sounds like. You take these two different methods of quantitative and qualitative and you mix them together. And this approach is becoming more and more popular because it factors in both data generated by numbers, you know, think statistics and statistical significance, but it also brings in that human perspective that we know from research is really important to make sure that the things that we're doing, especially in healthcare, especially around interventions, are actually going to work for the people we're working with. So mixed methods is combining quant and qual together. And to give an example of what that might look like, we're going to kind of stick with what we were talking about before. So if somebody was doing like an experimental design, like they were looking at that that weight loss between two different groups, they had a control group and the experimental group, and they were introducing an intervention into one, 
And then on layered on top of that, they might also do some focus groups or some in-depth interviews with those same people receiving the intervention and the people who aren't to see what the differences between the groups might be on a qualitative level in addition to a quantitative level. And then there's a lot of different ways to look at analyzing that data either together or separately in the scope of your study. You must have been reading my mind because as you were describing mixed methods, my kind of follow-up question was, you know, can you be collecting the interviews, focus groups like the qualitative stuff simultaneously as you do the quantitative surveying or interventions? Or is there like, I'm sure there's multiple ways to do it, but that's what I was kind of wondering is one is first, one is the other. Can it be at the same time? Just really brief. What would you kind of say to that? Actually, you can do it all of those different ways. So you were right when you say, well, which one do you do? Well, it very much depends on sort of what you're after when you design your study. But yes, you can do interviews first and quantitative data after. You can do them simultaneously and you can do um, qualitative interviews after you've collected quantitative data. Um, So actually all of those different all of those different designs work and they all achieve a different goal. So it very much depends on what you're after and what your research question is looking to answer. Perfect. And you just said a key term. You said design your study, which let me share with the audience. If you're thinking about going down that road of designing a research study, you can reach out to the Center for Nursing Inquiry for assistance and support. And we love to be contacted early and often so we can help you with those early design phases. The email address is nursinginquiry, all one word, nursinginquiry at jhmi.edu. Or you can find us on Facebook, which is the Johns Hopkins Center for Nursing Inquiry. So you just pop over to Facebook, go to that search bar and type in the Johns Hopkins Center for Nursing Inquiry. You will request to join and we will add you. So Heather, anything you else, anything else you'd like to say about this particular topic before we sign off? No, just that I am very happy to have had a chance to talk about it and to just reinforce what you said. Please reach out to us at the Center of Nursing Inquiry. We are here to help. Thanks for having me, Elizabeth. You're welcome. And everybody, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you in the next podcast. Until then, enjoy your day. Thank you.